Hey homies, welcome back to another episode of Uncommon Queen's podcast. Just a disclaimer, I actually have two disclaimers. If you can hear like lawn mowing or landscape type sounds, sorry. Um, they were here in the morning and I don't know why they always come back, who knows. And also, um, a second disclaimer is just to say I'm working on a lot of what I talk about in this episode and I haven't mastered it yet, but like I've said in the, I think the last episode and other episodes that I'm just working on what I am talking about and that's why it's a journey and that's why I want y'all to come along with me and just to be real and open and honest about this walk with God and that it's ever evolving and ever changing and there's ups and downs to it. So that's what I have to say first off. So um, also we might have new few newer listeners just introduce myself again i'm lauren page page is my actually my middle name but i've always loved the way that like my first and middle name sounds together it is very southern of me i guess um but also i know people on social media that like to do that too that aren't in the south so i'm 24 years old and i graduated from college in december of 2019 go bruins i went to belmont university it's in nashville was the best time. Um, This podcast is basically a passion project of mine and um, I've just been wanting to do this for a little while and I just thank you for listening and taking the time to hear me out and I hope this encourages you in some ways. So this week was really hard for me and because I had a lot of thoughts and it was just a week of uncovering things and uncovering habits and really figuring out how to best um, protect my mental health but as well as take care of it and on another level and realizing that I need to make bigger changes to step into this new mind of Christ that was available to me and has um, been acquired at salvation and just realizing I think I mentioned before also that just making myself do the uncomfortable things because that's when real growth happens and I I've always heard that but now more and more it's a, it's appearing to me that that is so true and that will only propel me into what God has for me more and more in the next seasons of my life and that will help my relationships be better just my my friendships my family everything be better and just have more clear vision for my life and um, not get so bogged down with everything that's happening or the ebbs and flows of life. So um, that's what I feel like is really a part of what this episode is going to be talking about. And also, before I jump into the episode, I would appreciate if you'd press subscribe or follow button that's on um, Spotify so you know when new episodes come out and rate this podcast um, so that others can be encouraged to listen. And so I'll get into the core verse for this episode which is James 4 7 through 8 and just to be honest like I was rummaging around in scripture and I was like this is not the pleasant scripture like the most uplifting piece of scripture but if you really think about it it's necessary and we can't always go to like the flowery things to uplift us we have to come face to face with things that we may not like but we probably need to hear 
So again, it's James 4, 7 through 8, and it says, So humble yourselves before God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come close to God, and God will come close to you. So if you follow me on Instagram, you will know that I uh, mentioned this scripture, um, but the longer it went more into it, um, about how God tells you to wash your hands. That was a funny moment, but also I feel like it is really pertinent to what is going on now and what is going on, what I want to talk about in this episode. So I think that humbling yourself before God is so important, especially during this time, because this is when we get cleansed and we just don't get focused on what the Lord says. And I think it was in my study Bible and it says the Holy Spirit fills us. We see that this world's seduction attracts, seductive attractions are only cheap substitutes for what God has to offer. I'll say that again. When the Holy Spirit fills us, we see that this world's seductive attractions are only cheap substitutes for what God has to offer. And so that just really connects to just not being in the world, but not being of the world. And I think for me, being such a visual learner, that's hard for me. That's hard to know that this life is temporary, but it's also comforting, especially for me during this time of just that in God, there's in the Lord, there's this everlasting hope and there's a future. And I think I said this on my, um, I posted this about this on my Instagram saying like, I don't know about you, but I would rather look forward to that than just think that this is all there is with this chaos and this brokenness that has been so rampant in our faces um, these last, basically this whole year, but um, from starting from, you know, in March or even going back to just January and all of that. So I just feel like that if we humble ourselves before the Lord and it really allows us to not get consumed by the thoughts of the devil or the thoughts of our flesh. So for this episode, I really was struggling a little bit on how I wanted, what I wanted to focus on and I had other thoughts, but if I had, I just recently got the book Get Out of Your Head by Jenny Allen and I think I got it last week and I really love it and when I was reading it instantly I felt very seen and very just known and I just the way she worded everything I was just like yes 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 that's the way I hope to describe it to some people and what I'm going through in my mental process and so since a lot of these thing themes have been on my mind that I wanted to express and this also I feel like it's good you know maybe someone can take away a tidbit from this because I know a lot of people's mental health has been all over the place and ups and downs and the suicide rate is higher and all these things and even if you don't struggle with mental health I think that she really just said like Even if you aren't, you know, depressed, you don't have clinical depression and you just get the seasons of depression and anxiety, like this book is still for you. So I think it can expand far on to anyone, basically, especially um, right now. So these are some, I'm just going to say some of the things that really stood stood out to me in chapter eight. 
And in this chapter, she's mostly talking about just spend how important spending intimate time with God is and how that can grow and shift and change your mindset. And so she starts it just saying just a new mind in Christ equals a new perspective of the world around you. And I just really, when she said that, I was like, oh my gosh, yes. Because I feel like sometimes for me, I I guess in my walk with God, I'm like, okay, I know these frameworks and this basic things. And then when I start going into going into this journey, I kind of lose just those basic scriptures and those basic um, framework for what just God has to offer us in this walk with him. And so just her saying like, we have a new mind in Christ. And with that, that offers a um, new perspective for the world around us. And just being appreciative of, for me, especially just being appreciative of where I'm living and where I'm at. And I know I mentioned that, I think in my, one of my episodes about working while waiting and just hearing in sermons, just serving the season that you're in and serving at the place you're in and everyone's looking, myself included, for purpose. But really the Lord wants us to serve the season we're in and serve the things and steward our hands with the things that are already um, before us and in front of us. And so that was something that was also in my devotional as well because I just love talking about my devotional because it's one of my favorites. Um, And also my devotional, it said, no longer being under problems instead of over them. So we have, we don't have to fall victim to certain things and what's going on around us, but we have the ability to be over them because we have a new thought process with being believers and just I think I've mentioned it over and over again but it's taking God's promises seriously even when they don't seem realistic because Lord knows that the news tells us one way we can think one way we see things on the news this way we see our Facebook friends posting this way we see all these things but we can't walk by sight we have to walk by faith and for me, that's been a recurring theme. Like, yeah, Lauren, you can believe these things and it is bad right now. But there's also hope and there's also important things that are being talked about. But at the same time, we have the victory already. We know that we have the victory already. And it's just that those basic things that really we have to resonate with and they're, in the end, they're not basic because they, they they save and they reassure us that we're not alone and that God is always by our side. And it's just stripping back the layers and knowing that we have what we need to live and walk in this life and go through these daily uh, trials. And getting into that process of valuing alone time with God is for we forget, she says that we forget he not only loves us, but he actually likes us. And I think when I hear people talk about their relationships or, you know, husband and wife, and they say like, oh, I not only love him, but I like him. And that is a more everlasting 
approach because that means he wants to hear us. He wants to hear our burdens because his yoke is easy and his burden is light. So when he hears our burdens, even though he already knows, we 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 have this ability within ourselves to realize that we need to surrender. And those are the beautiful moments that I have and have and had had with God of just like even just talking to him and just realizing all these things all these reoccurring themes all these reoccurring habits and then just going back to his word and through prayer just knowing that there's so much more available to me than I give myself credit for and that I know and that's available when I surrender and then I walk in the power and the strength of the Holy Spirit and she says one of the reasons that we find it so easy not to be still, not just because of distractions like social media, but the distractions of everyday life. And if we do make time, we have the ability to shift our mindset. But she says that one of the overarching reasons is that all hell is against us meeting with Jesus and that sounds for some people may sound so radical but I think it's so true of like you know the devil doesn't want us to progress in our walk the devil doesn't want us to believe the truth that God provides and he is sure running rampant right now and he just doesn't want us to know that we have life and abundance and and fullness and Obviously, he's been working since the beginning, back when Adam and Eve, of this them being naked and then again shameful for what they had done. And so it's kind of like we find ourselves naked and afraid in this life. So we choose to hide from God and put all these things before him. But if we think about it, we can make the time and we can make even if it's at night or early in the morning, we just have to have that discipline to make it happen. One of the greatest aha moments that I had reading the book, Get Out of Your Head, is when she said the greatest tool of the enemy is confusion. And when we're confused, he wins the day. And that, I can't tell you how many times I am so this whole year I've said, I'm confused. I'm confused. Even last year, I'm confused. I'm confused. And it's easy for us to just like sit in that and just be like, I'm confused. Okay. I don't know what to do instead of, okay, what does God say about this? Let me pray. Let me talk to friends that I trust. Okay. What is the truth in this situation? I don't have to sit in confusion. That's not true. I don't have to be confused. What is the facts in the situation? And not saying like, be rooted in feelings all the time but what are the facts of the situation what are the variables going on here and not just sitting here and being like I'm confused and guys let me be transparent I had to use this yesterday about oh wanting to say I'm confused and confused and confused but it's been the same problem reoccurring and I do have factors that can help me get out of this confusion if I just come to reality and come to terms with like reality of I'm here in this condo there's a pandemic but there's reasons that I can move forward and set myself up for my future and move forward in truth and in light and listen to people that are wise around me 
and let them help me and let them know me. And so um, I just think one important scripture that really encompassed this is in Psalm and it says, uh, it's Psalm 4610 and it says, be still and know that I am God. And even though we can say like, oh yeah, Lauren, we're at home, you know, of course, you know, there's people out there doing their thing, but most of us, you know, are at home. And so like we always are still like, what do you mean? But no, guys, I know that I'm tempted to pick up my phone all the time or go on my laptop or talk to whoever's in the house with me and, you know, want to FaceTime and blah, 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 which is great and important. And it's always good to make time for those things. But I think that we just run to distractions and, okay, like, go to a place where the phone isn't. Go to a place where your laptop isn't. Go to a place where the TV isn't. Or just be choosing to be disciplined because of going back to that notion that I talk about of just, like, we have a choice. We have a choice to fight from a place of victory, not a place of lack. And this July, y'all, we're... we're gonna not come from that place and and we're gonna fight that day to day minute by minute hour by hour every day and so one of the three takeaways that I want to talk about today is when she talks about in um, the book is what are we afraid to find out we are when we are alone with God and I thought these are three things that were pretty good and I'm going to be reading out of the um, little journal that I have, I have for this book. I wrote down some notes and it says, The first fear is the fear of being put to work. Sitting alone with God has a way of bringing action items that we try to, so hard to avoid to the surface of our consciousness. So subconsciously, we know certain things like forgiving people or saying, I'm sorry, or, you know, all these things of literally having, you know, to call someone and go to coffee with them or, you know, outside of this whole thing. (laughs) But yeah, just putting things to action is like, oh, we know this, but if God, you know, if we have so much confirmation, we're more enhanced to like, we're more inclined to want to have to do these things. And then the second is the fear of being asked to change. And if we don't care if we don't carve out time when the Holy Spirit can help us assess the quality of our lives, then we convince ourselves we won't have to assess the quality of our lives. And that, I was like, ooh, girl, she came for all of us. And one of the scriptures that she kind of mentions and surrounds that is Galatians 6, 7 through 9. And again, that's Galatians 6, 7 through 9. And sorry, some of these things I cannot read my handwriting, <laughs> so I have to remember. Oh well. Um, and um, just to say that again, if we don't carve out time when the Holy Spirit can help us assess the quality of our lives, then we convince ourselves we won't have to assess the quality of our lives. And because we could, we just like I said, we have to. Un- it might uncover a lot of things that we're like man, like we're going to have to work on that. And we, you know, we sometimes as us humans, we don't want to really go to the root and go to the, you know, the rough stuff in the past and just uproot it. And so the third and last fear, as she mentions, 
of what are we afraid of when we go, when we have alone time with God is the fear that you're all alone in the world. And just to give you a little background, she wrote this book because for 18 months, she just was in this spiral of thoughts and just this spiral of not knowing like everything she grew up knowing is God real is all of this is if there is there something after this is there all a lie blah blah blah. and so just her saying like the fear that you're all alone in the world and not you know and finding out that there's nothing there's nothing there he isn't real blah 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 and so she she said because I was afraid that if I reached out to God there would be nobody home to take my call And I was like, wow, let me start crying right now. Like (laughs) it was, that was just so deep. And I think that's a part of Christianity and our walk that we don't always talk about. And, you know, there, there are times and I, I feel like I've heard from other people that there have been times that's like, is there anyone home? Like, is there anyone there? But then when we think about what he's done and even just like the simple everyday things of how little things have fallen into place and when the people that he's brought into your life have come and they make you smile and just thinking about your family or just thinking about just anything and just realizing that he is there and he may seem quiet at some times but that doesn't mean that he isn't working and that doesn't mean that you can't hear from him and it's just a it's a process And of course, sometimes, like I said, we don't like process, but there's fruit and there's joy on the other side of that that's everlasting. And she says one of probably either the biggest fear of like doing, you know, of the lie behind each one of those fears is I can't face God as I am. And that is one of the things behind Uncommon Queens that I kind of want to attach and you know bring girls into this to mess up this lie that they are a masterpiece in God and that they can face him mascara running down their face and all and the shameful past and all and he will love them and he has loved them even when they were doing whatever they were doing or whenever they were walking in sin And just to go back to those three fears, um, the fear of being put to work, the fear of being asked to change, and the fear that you're you're all alone in the world. And I think the two for me that I think go hand in hand is the fear of being put to work and the fear of being asked to change that I've noticed, especially this week, that I don't necessarily, um, that are fears, I guess I should say, and that I need to uncover and... um, work on and that's one of my things for um July is to really work on some of those things in um practical ways and so let me move on to wow there's a lot of noise today sorry y'all I guess this is what I get for recording on Fridays but I'm gonna try to really I can't make any promises because I feel like a lot of people make promises and then they're like yeah mm." But I really want to work on my episodes coming out earlier. I know I usually would put them out on Thursday, but just life happens. I'm tr- like I'm surprised that I'm being this consistent, y'all. Just be honest. So I have to toot my own horn. 
Anywho, let's get back to it. How y'all can implement it in your lives and how it relates to you is rewriting the pattern. We have the ability to rewrite the patterns and the pathways inside our minds and our brains and taking back the power that he's given us. And there is an exercise in the book, which is kind of hard to explain over audio, but I'm going to do my best. And it's an exercise of we have this negative emotion and then there's a reason why we have this emotion, but there's also this, we have also have a choice because she's really big on, and I'm really big on, because as you've heard in, the, in different episodes of this idea and realizing that we have a choice and we don't have to walk in the burdens and the lies And so she's really about replacing these lies with God's truth. And I'm trying to see if, oh yeah. So some of, one of the, um, one of the examples I should say is the negative emotion is I'm upset. And the reason is I was passed over, like I was passed over at work or put in the blank of whatever is going on. But then she said, so I will choose to remember God has not forgotten me. And then another one would be, I'm angry. And the reason that I'm angry is she was rude to me. But I will, so I will choose to meditate on God's kindness towards me. And I always, people know that I always like to relate scripture to that. Because I think that's really important and something I need to do better on. But another thing that I thought about is some was one thing that I never really have thought of before, but I recently recently found out about it, and um, it's going on a soap journey, S O A P, and the first thing is, and it stands for Scripture, Observe, Apply, and Pray, and so write out one scripture. So it goes S. So write out one scripture verse that stands out to you. Two. What do you observe? What is God saying to you through this verse or chapter? Three, apply. How can you start to apply this scripture to your life? And then four, pray about the scripture and how God will use it in your life. And so if you don't know, I will put this in the show notes. And it's just if you click details on the specific episode, you can see I put in there the core verse. I try to put in there the shout out, the other verses that I mention and um, Instagram stuff and where you can click on the link to also the to hear the song that I mentioned so I really would advise you if you want to know some more details there's always some show notes and it's just click the details of that specific episode and then you'll find some links or some resources and I'll also include these questions that are on the soap journey and so some of the books in the Bible that you can do this on are Proverbs, James, First Peter, Acts, and Galatians. And those are just some of the ones that have been coming up in my life and that I've seen reoccurring and that I've looked at and I really gained things from and I like to meditate on and really see how I can imp- to apply them to my life. So it's Proverbs, James, First Peter, Acts and Galatians and I'll also put them in the show notes like I said and so we can move on to 
mentioning one of the favorite parts of this podcast is mentioning a worship or christian song give me suggestions on instagram i love them so this is different for me this is a different type of song for me because i guess he's kind of i meant to look up him his what he describes himself as but i think a christian rapper maybe we'll see (laughs) but it's just a good drive around song and it's just like i don't know it's by gavi it's called so alive and it's by it's from his new album heathens and i just i heard this driving around driving back from somewhere i think it was one an appointment i had and it was on shuffle and i was like what this is amazing i didn't know because i was you know first not really gonna listen to the album let's be i'm gonna be honest because it was called heathens but then i saw him talk about the meaning of the album title and i saw like when he was at a conference a virtual conference that i was watching and so i just really love the song and i've been um it's been on replay and i was actually playing it when I was um washing dishes so that's how good it is it passes the time and it says you're the only one I want to spend my whole life with you're the only one that makes me feel as good as this you're the only one that makes me feel this type of way you seem to always amaze me you always amaze me I know you hold my head up when I don't know who I am I know you see the best of me whenever I just can't I know you focus on me even when I look away and just to break from there, it's just talking about how God makes you feel so, so alive. And one of the lines, let me see. You're the only one that makes me feel this type of way. It's just like, you know, you could have all these bad experiences with people, but God only like just revives you in that way, at least for me. And I just love the line when he says, I know you hold my head up when I don't know who I am. And I think I was talking about just this reoccurring theme of identity and just knowing that like God props me up and just knows who I am even when I can't even express that to other people. And the last couple of lines is you're the only one that makes me brave when I'm afraid and you're the only one insane enough to want to stay. I can't retweet to that homie. Um, You're the only one that makes me feel this type of way. You seem to always amaze me. You seem to always amaze me. I know you're with me on the mountaintop on cloud nine. I can feel you in the valley by my side. Drop the mic. That's all you need to say. Let me read this again. I know you're with me on the mountaintop on cloud nine. I can feel you in the valley by my side. Y'all, that's a good song. Some good lyrics. I'm just saying. It's not what you think it is. When I say Christian rap, it's not. I don't think it's what you think it is. Just give me a chance, okay? just go with it. He has some good songs. Okay. (laughs) So let me get off of that rant. Wow. That was a voice crack. Thank you for sticking with me through this episode. See, that's why I put this episode out late because, you know, it's just been one of those weeks trying to get my mind together, you know, quarantine life. Um, so I thought the shout out for this episode is kind of one that needs to be done it's appropriate for this episode is shouting out jenny allen i didn't know what to expect from this book and i'm still reading it i'm just on chapter nine so but so far i love it and she just writes it so clearly and so plainly and she just says it like it is and she doesn't 
squander or try to sugarcoat it. So I appreciate that, Jenny. And I thank you for listening to this episode again. And you can follow me on at Uncommon Queens on Instagram. And um, I hope this helps you with today, tonight, or tomorrow. Talk to you later. 